this is Tyler from Business in Vancouver. We are going to be doing something different in the ensuing weeks and months. There's a lot of uncertainty over COVID-19, especially when it comes to businesses. And joining us today to offer some insights with what it means from working from home, it is Nicole Davidson. She is the CEO of Beacon HR here in Vancouver. Nicole, I want to thank you for joining us in this uh, video form of a podcast that we're doing right now. Hi, Tyler. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to help in any way I possibly can. Well, for us, I think we're just curious, before we jump right into this whole working from home thing, uh, how are you holding up right now with your own uh, experience working from home? Well, you know, we were already a partially independent, uh, location independent workplace. So for me and for my team, the transition's been okay. Um, I live in a 442 square foot apartment downtown Vancouver. So uh, going a little stir crazy, as is everybody, but uh, really trying to focus on the positive and find opportunities for connection virtually um, and get outside once in a while. Yeah, you know, it's interesting and definitely new reality. We've been experiencing here at Business in Vancouver. We've been doing conference calls every day, as much communication, as many threads as possible via email that we can get going. I had uh, one boss, he said, uh, redundancy is okay. If you think uh, somebody's already heard it, just send it to them another time. How big is communication right now when you're dealing with clients who might have a lot of questions amidst all of this? Yeah, communication is huge. Um, I heard something really interesting today, and that was that how we treat our team members and how we communicate with both our team members, our employees, and our customers right now is going to be remembered for months and maybe years to come. So communication is huge. We're really encouraging all of our clients, and we're hearing some great stories about trying to keep communication as transparent, as open, as honest as possible and keeping it frequent. Yeah, it, it is interesting because, as you said, people are going to remember this for months to come. And I've been speaking to a lot of businesses and they say, OK, so we might have to defer some businesses, uh, some business further down the road, but we're still going to be looking at the particular clients uh, d down the road as well. Is there uncertainty about this whole new situation? Is that one of the concerns that you're hearing very much about, whether it's employees or employers right now? Around the uncertainty and definitely around the timelines. It's just so tough because leaders are having to make decisions with limited information and with so much ambiguity. Um, I was talking to a, a previously growing tech company this morning and we were just saying, you know, it's so tough because if we knew this was a two-week uh, issue or a four-week issue, then we could pick business up again. That would be so much easier to plan for. But it's really tough not knowing if this is going to be weeks or months. Yeah, and I'm wondering even just from a technical perspective, you think about a, techno a technology company, you work with a lot of them. Mm. Obviously, they might be better set up than uh, maybe a, a restaurant, uh, for example. But what are some of the technical things that you think a lot of people just should be attuned to as they're dealing with this new reality? Yeah, I think um, we all are trying to stay really connected. We're trying to keep morale high. And you're absolutely right. A tech company is finding the transition to 100% remote work much, much easier. They're typically already set up or they've got a tech stack for remote work tools, um, things like 
text-based, whether it's Slack or Microsoft Teams, um, video conferencing tools like Zoom or Google Hangout. Um, typically, a tech company already has a project management or task management tool. Uh, they've got document sharing and document collaboration tools. So they're pretty set up. Um, and that had previously been one way that they were trying to attract uh, hire and retain top talent was by allowing a more flexible work environment um, and having a little bit more work-life integration. The uh, as you said, the hospitality, restaurants, a lot of other industries, fitness professionals, co-working um, spaces are having a much, much more challenging time with it. Yeah, and I, I'm wondering because I was speaking to the CEO of a cybersecurity firm earlier this week, and, and she brought up the fact that now might be the time to think about what uh, company security concerns, especially if there is equipment yeah. or devices being brought home from the office for the very first time. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you have been hearing about with regards to those concerns too? Well, we definitely, we also heard that there's been an uptick in cybersecurity. So we're encouraging everybody to have that conversation with your team again, remind them to be extra wary of phishing emails, be really careful when you're opening an attachment from somebody you don't know. So this is a really good time to go back to your team members and uh, refresh that conversation and, and uh, make that top of mind. We're also, um, you know, a, a managed service provider, IT companies, their phones have been ringing off the hook, um, setting up things like VPNs and um, making sure that the security considerations are, are covered because that is definitely a huge, um, a hugely important consideration when you move your team from in office to remote. Yeah, you bring up the fact that a lot of these IT companies, they may be working on these contracts as opposed to being like an in-house situation for a lot of companies. They're going to be under a lot of stress right now. They're getting a lot of people, you know, fixed up with these new situations. What is your advice for just any worker that might be feeling a lot of stress as they maybe going, uh, you know, a bit of a cabin fever or just feeling a lot more pressures that they would not be facing if they were in a team setting? Yeah, well, we're hearing a lot of conversation around mindfulness, uh, a lot of conversation around connection. So things like pick up the phone, call your colleague, call your friends, call your family. Uh, something interesting that companies are doing is if they had, let's say, a Friday afternoon happy hour, they're keeping the happy hour, they're just moving it to remote. Um, or they're having virtual games nights or virtual Pizza Fridays where everyone has lunch together, they turn on their video and really creating those opportunities for not only the informal flow of information, but that kind of water cooler talk um, and that social time. That's really important for both stress management, um, but also maintaining your company culture. Yeah, it is interesting that you bring that up because I think that is, we're in a bit of a different era right now. Let's say we had a pandemic like this hit us 30 years ago, we wouldn't necessarily be as well connected with people as we are nowadays. Is that technology aspect, is that actually really helping businesses along at least some businesses in a way that they, we would not have had access to a few decades ago? That's a great question. I think it's, it's helping in some ways. I think a lot of businesses are throwing out their KPIs and their sales targets, and now they're thinking about ways that they can help and ways that they can build trust with their community. So I think it is helping businesses in the sense that they're able to build trust um, and show that they're invested in helping 
but they're having a really hard time generating revenue. Um, we had a, a fitness company. They're now doing daily 20 minute hits over Instagram live in the morning, or we're seeing like meditations or celebrities doing concerts at lunchtime. And that's all great, but, um, it, it's really, it's not necessarily revenue generating, but it's amazing that companies are doing this. I'm really seeing that everybody is scratching their head and trying to figure out how they can help if it's in a big way or a small way. And what do you think about the potential as well? If we have a lot of businesses, they find that working from home works better for them than they ever anticipated. Do you think that there is a possibility that even after COVID-19 and the threat subsides, whether that's in a few months or, or what have you, do you think that this could become a much more prevalent feature of the workplace, uh, giving people the option to work from home? A hundred percent. I think this is going to change the face of the workplace as we know it. Um, we've already seen in the last few years, there's been a lot of talk about the gig economy and how to be able to access a hugely undertapped pool of talent. We need to think a little bit more creatively and have more flexible solutions to work. Conversations around um, how do we have uh, maybe single parents or more diversity in the workplace. How can we think more creatively and flexibly to make work better and to have better work-life integration and better work-life design for really incredibly talented people. So I, I think we were already going down that route and this is going to accelerate that 10, 100 fold. One of the things that you brought up, and uh, we'll, we'll leave it off with this, I, I think, but you brought up, you know, maybe revenue isn't coming in the way that a lot of companies expected. A lot of tough decisions in terms of uh, HR are, are going to have to be made. What advice do you have when it comes to companies that are dealing with the possibility of cuts? What, what advice do you have for employees that might be feeling a little anxious right now? Yeah, it's a it's a really hard time. And unfortunately, we've been having conversations all week long about how do we talk to our team members? How do we communicate where we're at and where we're going? Um, how do we do layoffs in a way that's human and kind and direct? Um, so we've been having a lot of those coaching and sort of consultative conversations around that. Um, and all all we can say is, you know, be as transparent as you possibly can. Um, I heard a horror story the other day of somebody finding out that their job was no longer there through social media. Um, you don't wow. want to find out that your job is no longer there through, you know, a text message or an email. So what, if you have to have these conversations, do it in as human a way as possible. You want to let these people walk away with as much pride. Um, so we always say, if you can do it by video call, have the conversation by video, do it one-on-one. -on -one. If it has to be a phone call, that's okay. But um, keep it transparent, be direct, and uh, be human. I think this is a time where we can all really show our humanity and lead with compassion. Well, you know, I appreciate that. I think that's a much better note to leave it off with than what I was originally going down. And so <laughs> that remembering humanity, I think, and I've seen that being brought out of a lot of people right now, and I, I do appreciate you leaving us with that. But uh, Nicole, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you so much. Happy to help. That's Nicole Davidson. She is, of course, the CEO of Beacon HR. It's based right here in Vancouver. I want to thank everyone for listening, and we'll be back Friday with another video podcast here at Business in Vancouver.